Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. The Grizzlies won the game. Preseason is here. There is an actual game to talk about. And talk about it I will on this edition of Locked on Grizzlies. Locked on Grizzlies. Your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked on Grizzlies. My name is Peter Edmiston. And uh, thank you for joining me on this post-game edition of the podcast. First post-game edition that we've had this season. So you know what that means. Basketball's back. Thank God. Thank God. And we need a distraction more than ever. Because uh, you haven't noticed things haven't been going all that great in the, uh, in the, in the world lately. So it is nice to look away for a moment and talk about some meaningless preseason basketball well not meaningless I shouldn't say meaningless there's certainly some stuff to be gleaned from tonight's set of performances and uh, we're going to try to do that here on the pod uh, coming up over the next few minutes I'm also going to take a look at uh, some of the things that you guys gleaned as I asked you for some of your impressions and uh, I'll report back on some of the things that you told me during the game uh, and uh, I'll kind of give you some of my thoughts on on, on what you what you what you threw out there because you had some very good things uh, to say some good astute observations which I appreciate very much and we'll go through uh, a lot of those on the pod today so today's pod brought to you as always by our friends over at Outdoors Inc I absolutely love the folks at Outdoors Inc and as the weather starts to cool down we are in October that means you got to start thinking about what you're doing for the outdoors you got to start thinking about those. Nice fall hikes, so many great places to go and check out the leaves changing. Uh, if you got to get outside, and you know, it might be a little bit chilly, outerwear is a perfect buy, and they've got great brands at great prices over at Outdoors Inc. You got Patagonia, North Face, you name it, they've got you covered. And uh, really terrific prices, terrific folks over there too that can help you with whatever it is that you are looking for. They've been doing this since 1974. They Outfit human-powered recreation. That's you. You going outside. You hiking. You cycling. Kayaking. Climbing. You name it. Whatever it is, they've got you covered with, uh, seriously, gear from head to toe. I mean, top to bottom, you name it. They've got it for you. Also stuff for your storage, coolers. It's all there. Check it out. Outdoors, Inc. Five great area locations in the Memphis area and Jackson. Also, remember, you can go online and use that promo code LOGRIZZLIES. That's right. Use the promo code LOGRIZZLIES, and it will save you 10% off of your order. That's right. 10% off of your entire order. Think about that. How awesome is that? Just for using the promo code LO Grizzlies. That's what you need. That's what you've got. That's what you can do. It is LO Grizzlies at OutdoorsInc.com. And again, check out the great folks at Outdoors Inc. Really appreciate their sponsorship of Locked on Grizzlies. If that matters, 92 84 over the Orlando Magic in a game that saw a number of Grizzlies not 
able to play, um, most notably Marcus Saul, who was dealing with uh, kind of the, the lingering effects of the ankle injury that he suffered at the end of his Eurobasket campaign. Jermichael Green uh, just signed uh, a few days ago, not quite ready for prime time, and that's what uh, David Fisdell decided to hold him out uh, for for this one. I would suspect he has a good chance of playing Wednesday night in Philly. Uh, and then Ben McLemore still uh, recovering from the foot injury. Tyreek Evans with some migraines, unable to play. So uh, a lot of key guys out for the Grizzlies, and uh, that meant that opportunity knocked for uh, a, a couple of, well, a couple things, really. First of all, some of the younger bigs, and we'll talk about them momentarily, but also to start out, you saw a, a great deal of the small ball lineup with Chandler Parsons playing four alongside Brandon Wright at the five. Now, that's not something that you're going to see much of, at least uh, together like that, but you will see Chandler Parsons at the four a fair bit, and I think that's a, um, that's, that's where he's going to have to end up being. And I thought overall tonight, the the biggest thing from his perspective uh, is just to look healthier and to look okay. And he looked okay. You know, that, that was, that was the number one test to pass. Can you just look a little more like a basketball player than he did last year? The answer to that, uh, yeah, he can do that. He can look more like a basketball player than he did last year. The shot's still not there, but uh, he looked I mean, he passed the the bare minimum test of what you want to see from Chandler Parsons, so that's good. The other guy that was kind of in that boat was Mario Chalmers, by the way, and he not only passed but passed with flying colors. the The test about him looking healthy, he looked sensational. Chalmers looked like he hadn't missed much of a beat um, since being out for the better part of two years with the Achilles injury. Guy was. You know, there was some some substance to the idea. I think that that he was saying that he doesn't want to compare his Achilles injury to some other guys because other guys tried to come back that next year, and that was one of the reasons for the diminished performance. In his case, he sat out an entire extra year, so he feels like that gives him a little bit of an edge over some of the other guys that are out there, and. You know, I, I don't know whether that is medically 100% accurate or not, but I do know that just from the eye test, it, it looks that way. He he looked a lot like his old self. And and if that's the case, then you've got the backup point guard situation nailed. That's that's just a done deal. He's certainly going to be that. It, it, and on this form and what we saw based on, you know, 19 points in 20 minutes on 7 of 10 shooting, it's the foul line. Um, that was absolutely sensational and exactly what the Grizzlies would have wanted to see more really than they would have wanted to see from Chalmers and hugely reassuring going forward. So that's a big thumbs up uh, in that department. Those two guys really, the the criteria was just simply looking good, looking reasonably healthy. And Chandler certainly did that. And Chalmers did that with flying colors um, now, you know, in terms of the lineup, I think it's a little early to start making too many assumptions or any kind of uh, evaluation about how these guys will play together because they really won't play much together. Um, I guess if you want to be disappointed, I think Wayne Selden didn't do a whole lot out there. That that would have would have been nicer to see something from him probably. Um, but that's a little bit of a nitpick, not a not a huge deal. Now the the 
the other thing, and, and I was talking about uh, that you would be able to see because of the injuries to uh, Mark, at least the injury to Mark and the holding out of, of Jermichael Green, you would see some of those young bigs get their opportunities. And here's where things got really, really interesting. Because um, Jarrell Martin, who was supposed to have been cut, may still have been cut, for all we know. Uh, the, the the report was that he was cut and given the opportunity to stick with the Grizzlies through camp in order to help drum up interest from, from other teams. Well, I, I don't know if that's the case or not. The Grizzlies insist he has not been cut, but he looked like the best player on the court. And that's uh, very much a surprise based on what we saw last year when he mostly looked hopeless out there. This was a different dude. This was a, a guy that was in shape, a guy that looked healthy, a guy that had uh, the ability to hit an outside jump shot along with drive to the basket, had a vicious, nasty, nasty dunk on Bismack Biombo uh, in this game. And um, he handled the ball. He, he did just about everything that, that you could want the guy to do. And he looked really good like the best we've seen from Jarrell Martin at any point in his Grizzly career in this ball game and you know maybe that's the strategy I suggested on Twitter maybe the Grizzlies just need to spread rumors that each of their players has been waived in order to really juice them up a little bit because it seems to have worked with Jarrell Martin and if he is not waived then it is now going to make an interesting potential yeah, I don't I don't know that he can do anything to keep his spot just based on purely investment and, and that kind of thing. But if so, uh, he's making a huge, strong case for it with, with a performance like that. If that continues throughout preseason, then the Grizzlies are going to have a problem. And here's why. When you pair his performance, seven of eight, one of one from three, 16 points in 21 minutes with Deontay Davis the the guy that that everyone really wants and the Grizzlies need to succeed looked bad again. He looked bad throughout uh, summer league, and it's something that that we talked about on the pod. It, it was a concern. It was a little bit of alarming, but you know, at the time, I said, "Well, you know, it's 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 a summer thing. You know, they're they're trying to bulk him up a little bit." Maybe he just wasn't able to balance that out. And if that continues into the season, then maybe there's something. But but for now, no no need to worry. Well, now I think you can start to worry a little bit. Because Deontay Davis, in, in, in the action that we saw, he didn't look great over the weekend in the open scrimmage. And then in this one, he, he really looked bad. He looked off the pace. He looked sluggish. He didn't look like he uh, had great awareness of what was going on. Uh, he didn't finish. He was 0-6 from the field. Uh, he did grab seven rebounds, which is uh, a nice number. But that's really about it in terms of what he did, uh, you know, contribution-wise. He, he turned the ball over three times in 17 minutes as a as a big man. You can't do that. Just looked lost out there. And I, I continue to be extremely concerned about Deontay Davis. He does not look like a basketball player. He doesn't look like he's got a lot of desire the motor, you know, Jerome Martin had a motor in this ball game. Jerome Martin looked like he gave 
a significant crap about this game. Deontay Davis didn't look like he gave two craps about this game. Um, and you know, that, that may well be just because of, you know, preseason, but his spot isn't guaranteed or it shouldn't be, shouldn't be. And he's not done much to justify the faith that's been put in him by a lot of folks. I certainly had a lot of faith in the guy. I certainly expected that, that he could turn it over and, and take this thing to a different level and start to really perform at a high level this year. I think a lot of people in the organization expected that. There's a lot of folks who have a lot of hope in what he can do. There's a reason why he was so uh, highly sought after by the Grizzlies. But based on these performances, Summer League and now this one uh, in, in the preseason opener, that's that all is up in the air now. I mean, it, 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 this is a problem. And until he puts on a better show, I, I, don't, I don't think you're going to be able to um, – get past it it's a it's it's a big deal it's a significant issue for the Grizzlies um another significant issue continues to be Wade Baldwin who I thought played at times okay there were some moments as you tend to see with with Wade flashes of athletic ability flashes of the the kind of length and athleticism and all that stuff that that you know he's got but they're only flashes. They continue to only be flashes. The shot continues to not be a factor. Can't shoot. Looks a lot like the same guy, which is to say he looks lost defensively. He doesn't look like he knows what's going on. Just from a purely basketball standpoint, the guy doesn't look like um, he's he's got a real good awareness at any point out there, particularly on the defensive end, which is a huge problem for a guy that's that's going to be playing point guard. So... What do you do? Especially since it's it's quite obvious now that Mario Chalmers is going to be your backup point guard. Assuming he stays healthy, that's that spot is is no longer up for grabs. That has been taken right away by Mario Chalmers. Well, now where does Wade Baldwin develop? You know how how does he develop in in that situation? Because the Grizzlies are still trying to win. They they still they're not in development mode, at least not yet. Where's Baldwin going to play, so that he can develop? The correct answer most likely is South Haven, by the way. But you would have thought and you would have expected by this point, a middle first round draft pick like him could have given you something at the uh, at the the major league level. Well. And maybe you will, but it doesn't look that way at this point. Still uh, major question marks uh, around him. Andrew Harrison came in and played the real garbage time of what was a game that had a lot of garbage time in it. Harrison played the garbagiest of garbage time and, and didn't stand out and still, to me, is 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 got a very low ceiling, maybe a higher floor, than Wade Baldwin, but but a lower ceiling, much lower, and I I don't I don't know. One of those guys is going to go. I I can't imagine that it's Baldwin based on just the investment that they've put into him. So I would still assume that it's Harrison. But with the emergence of Chalmers and the fact that that he looked as good as he did, I think that really highlights that it's it's one of those guys, and that's it. You know, you just can't keep them both. There's just no 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 way you can do it. Um, 
I thought in terms of, you know, the rest of the squad, Mike Conley, no problems, did exactly what you'd want him to do, nothing spectacular, didn't get hurt. Um, James Ennis, you know, is a guy that I think will uh, continue to, to play the kind of versatile role that he's played, and he'll be a very effective in-game player. Not really anything to stand out in, in this exhibition-type situation. Um, you know, Brandon Wright, again, still doesn't look like a great fit, but I guess we'll have to kind of see how that thing plays out. But to, to me, you know, maybe Brandon Wright with Marcus Gasol. Uh, There's some different personnel groups I think that would be better for him. But um, right now, not, not, not a lot to get real excited about when it comes to, to Brandon Wright. Uh, you saw the rest of the guys, I, I don't I don't think you know too much needs to be said about Dylan Brooks, Kobe Simmons, Ivan Rabb, um, Vince Hunter, Jeremy Morgan, Roddy Zagratz. You know, Roddy I thought was again kind of overmatched, looked like the, the game was was too big for him, too fast for him, which is uh, I guess not too unexpected given the the jump in competition that he's that he's undergoing, but he, he certainly looks like he's got a lot of adjusting to do, um, which, you know, given his contract and, and the fact that they gave it to him, it's it's not an ideal situation. You'd like for the guy to perform because you're going to have to likely cut a guy that, that probably could perform in order to keep uh, Roddy around because of that contract. Not not where you want to be. You'd, you'd like for him to be able to contribute um, some actual stuff for your team but you know that's that's the way that's the way that that it goes. I asked um, I asked you guys for your thoughts, and 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 you guys gave me quite a few. So I'm, I'm going to get to some of those here momentarily. I, I want to mention too that in terms of the Magic, who you know for the most part they played their guys probably a little more than the Grizzlies did. Um, but again, this was first preseason action, so you saw uh, quite a few backups. And uh, I did think that the, the Jonathan Isaac looked superb in his 29 minutes. And you can see, uh, I, I was a big, big fan of his. If you go back and listen to some of our draft shows, uh, I, I really liked Jonathan Isaac. And, and, and I, I, I could see why today because you know, with his height, his athletic ability, he has worked in some outside shooting into the mix. Um, there's a lot to like about Isaac. And I think he's going to be a problem for the league sooner rather than later. I don't think it's going to be take. I don't think it's going to take him all that long to uh, get it together and, and, and figure it out. Um, so, just wanted to pass that along. I really think he's a he's a terrific, a terrific guy. Um, so a few a few thoughts from everybody as I uh, asked for them in the middle of the game. Master of Mustaches uh, said, for the first time this offseason, it seems more likely than not that the Grizzlies don't trade away assets for picks come January. I'm encouraged. There you go. Uh, Our friend Kevin Leip at Flyer Grizzblog said, he's not extremely concerned about Deontay Davis yet, but he does agree that Davis has looked off. Our other friend Joe Mullinex says uh, Chandler Parsons, comeback player of the year. Grizzly Bear Blues frontman says that uh, he thinks Chandler Parsons is going to get it done. Let's see. Uh, 
JM says Chalmers is back. Deontay Davis is not an NBA player. That may be a little harsh, but he doesn't look like much of an NBA player. That I will tell you. JJ Baker, uh, our friend from down under, says Rio, sixth man of the year. Another David, another responder says Chalmers looks great. Deontay Davis is not a good basketball player. This is kind of uh, a theme that seemed to be <laughs> firing off uh, from all of you guys watching the game, and I, I can't argue with you. Uh, Jonathan Lindsay says uh, at Stumpbuster9, Rio is the third best player on the team. Certainly looked like it. Uh, Brandon Wright remains an awkward fit. Cut Wade Baldwin and Parsons still can't shoot. Uh, I would say in order, yes, yes, don't think so, and yes. Parsons is going to have to put this thing together over a consistent basis and show that he actually can shoot in order to be the threat that, that he needs to be, to be able to keep people honest on that pump fake and then potentially drive the basket, that stuff. All He's going to have to shoot. He's going to have to learn to shoot. Um, more more tweeters, at Peter Edmiston, by the way, is um, where I'm at. Uh Failer Thomas at Tom Failer F E L E R says Dylan Brooks is going to play late in the games because of his intangibles. He cares and give us some gives us some toughness. Uh, maybe in the preseason he might play late. I don't know about uh, regular season. Can't imagine that. But there you go. Uh, Kev at KV underscore Derrickson says I'm with Peter Edmiston. If Martin and Davis continue to play like this, and Jarrell Martin still gets waved. Mm, and he, he throws in the old uh, side-eye gif, that, uh, or gif, gif, I, I hate that word. That's one that should not be said out loud. Um, he's not wrong. It's um, it's going to be, whew, it's, it's going to be something uh, to see how this thing plays out. I, I still think Martin is the favorite to get cut, but uh, this these performances are not going to help that situation at all. Dan Wolken from USA Today, uh, responded to my Wade Baldwin tweet and said, did the Grizzlies brass not talk to anyone at Vanderbilt about Wade Baldwin? Uh, I, I can't speak to that. I assume somebody must have. I do know that the Grizzlies really put all the chips in on Wade Baldwin's athletic ability and uh, his length and, and those kinds of things, and they were willing to overlook some stuff that was definitely there, some red flags uh, in terms of dealing with teammates and uh, personality and stuff like that, that 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 people brought up. Uh, the Grizzlies were willing to overlook that because of his extreme physical gifts and athletic gifts and all that. But those things have not managed to give any kind of indication that they are going to be used effectively to be a better basketball player. That still is 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 not there, not there yet. And uh, so those physical gifts are great, but if you've overlooked some key red flags from a competitive standpoint, from uh, you know dealing with teammates, dealing with the media, etc., then that is problematic going forward. And it certainly seems um, that that is the case. Jason Scott at Mindspin Music says, uh, Jarrell with the FU game, Chandler should have torched DJ Augustine. Uh, Grizzlies are fragile. I hope Kobe... Or Selden end up sticking. Well, yeah, both will stick 
in the sense that they both are under their own contracts. Kobe Simmons is a two-way guy, um, and Wayne Selden is on a guaranteed deal. I think uh, he's right about Chandler Parsons should have torched DJ Augustine and been more effective in that regard, but I think Chandler is still a little gun-shy, as you saw uh, out there. But yeah, Jarrell Martin, his first point is the, the, the most accurate one. Definitely an FU game from Jarrell Martin, who is playing for his life on the Grizzlies, and it seems to be working because he's playing better than ever. As I mentioned, uh, the Grizzlies coming up uh, later on in the week. In fact, uh, tomorrow, most of you guys are going to be listening to this on Tuesday. So tomorrow, the Grizzlies will be in action in uh, Philadelphia. And that game will not be televised as this one was. Um, but it will be an interesting mix and interesting to see if Marcus all plays, if Jermichael Green plays, uh, how those injuries uh, continue to hold them out in those situations. Uh, all of that we will find out uh, over the uh, the next little bit. And of course, uh, I'll bring you uh, all of that stuff, bring you the recap of that game and more as uh, preseason is underway and will roll on for the next uh, couple of weeks before the Grizzlies actually get things going on October 18th at FedEx Forum against Tony Allen, Boogie, Brow, and the rest of the New Orleans Pelicans. A fascinating opening matchup. Cannot wait for that one. Thank you guys so much for uh, listening in. As always, if you want to comment, uh, you absolutely can. You can hit me up on uh, Twitter. I am at Peter Edmiston. Again, at Peter Edmiston. If you want to comment, please feel free to do so. I'd love to hear from you. And no, I will not stick to sports on the tweets. A lot of times I will tweet about all kinds of different stuff. Um, that is part of what I do. So if you want to follow me on Twitter just for sports, I don't know if that's going to be a great idea for you. Um, but in my other endeavors on the uh, on the radio show in the mornings on Sports 56 here in Memphis um, and here, we're going to adhere largely to uh, the game plan and, and, and to what this whole thing is uh, is all about. More of a stick into sports, I suppose, in that sense. Although on Twitter, you, you may not get the full stick to sports experience. Uh, but anyway, if... With with that warning out there, please feel free to follow me. I would love to hear from you and uh, get in touch with me. I am at Peter Edmiston on Twitter. Again, at Peter Edmiston on Twitter. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We'll have more later on in the week. Uh, but until then, the Grizzlies do win 92-84 to to go to 1-0 on the preseason. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you again soon here on Locked on Grizzlies. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.